Hi, my name is Luke Foster, and you're listening to Tin Pod Radio. If you like hearing about my comic book on Dr. Banana's Week, you can check it out on Comixology.com. Just look for Dr. Banana's Monkey Magician. If you are interested in some dark comedy and or political humor, check out Supernatural Suburbs each Monday only on Patreon. That's Patreon.com slash Cartoonist Luke. Thanks very much. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Under the Training Book, the podcast where I, well, I usually do something different every time because I say I'm going to start doing this or that, but I end up doing something different. Usually, I at least give you some bad poetry and a a couple of good rants. But one thing I've been thinking about doing for a while, I don't know if anybody's did this on other podcasts before, but I'm going to start getting previews from the comic book shop again uh, every month because I always like getting them and it's kind of window shopping and stuff. But I'm going to get them and uh, flick through them live and then podcast about it. So you'll get to see me go through the whole free book, uh, previews, that huge book, and talk about everything from cover to cover in random fashion. And starting with the very cover, which is Marvel Legacy number one. And, well, one thing is, I don't think my previews come with the Marvel part of the catalog, so I probably won't be going into that much. Um... But I'm really not into it. The whole crossover fatigue is a real thing. And I know a lot of these books are really, really good. Because when I go back with one of these crossovers and pick and choose some of the, the uh, parts of them to read, they're always usually good stuff. But, like, it's just I'm not interested, really, in the big crossovers right now. But um, opening up, and I'm sorry if there's a little sounds of me turning the pages, but... That's why I, I think it's cool for me to uh, to do it live because you get the full, you know, rambling effect of me doing it. And I'm going to skip ahead to the first, like, actual uh, actual section of the book where you, you actually get into more of the stories. I mean, more of the uh, actual previews. And I'm going to start with the fact that this is basically the Halloween uh, issue and it goes into Halloween Comic Fest and some of the stuff they got in here is pretty good like a newer series which I'm really enjoying and I actually got uh, issue number two from local comic book shop the other day when I picked up this previews is Baby Teeth and this talks about issue number one in here but and I, I recommend Baby Teeth it's a pretty good book and I, I'm gonna read that later that issue but it goes into other stuff like uh, Spring and the Teenage Witch, which I need to pick up that series. There's uh, some Batman stuff, of course some Hellboy stuff, Ghostbusters. Looks like they're going into some stuff and then they got other stuff that kind of fits in like Runaways and The Tick, which you can recommend The Tick anytime because that series is just so late. And then more classic stuff. I said stuff a lot, haven't I? Like Archie and uh, DuckTales or Donald Duck Adventures, basically, and Casper and um, Witch Boy. But I, I like this thing, like doing the comics for uh, Halloween. I think it's a good idea. And I don't know if Neil Gaiman came up with that or he just thought, said he thought it was a good idea and it pushed it forward. But I do think it's a great idea. Anytime you give out comics or books of any kind, it's a good idea. 
so we're jumping into Dark Horse, and with Dark Horse Comics, uh, the first thing we're going into is Hellboy, and the BPRD 1955, which I'm so far behind in Hellboy, I've only read the first couple of trades, and I think recently, as far as I know, the series ended, but I guess these are going back and telling other stories, I love Hellboy. I've loved everything I've seen with it. I, I really like to jump back into Hellboy and read more. So that would be something I would I would buy. And that's one of the things I want to talk about really with doing these is things that I would buy if I had the money to buy whatever I wanted to, you know. So uh, I might say sometimes say I'm gonna get that or I want that, but I'm probably not gonna buy it because I only buy like one or two things from previous. Cause like last month's previews. I think it was last month. The only thing I ordered was Future Quest Volume 2 from DC Comics. Uh, so, I, there's tons of stuff I'd buy. But next up, we have, uh, and I ain't gonna hit everything, it's just stuff that attracts my eyes right away. But American Gods, like I'm buying that series. I haven't even read an issue of it yet, but I'm buying it and I hope to jump into it and start reading it soon. Uh, we got Fight Club 2, which. I have no interest in reading. I actually gotten it from the library like three or four times and haven't ever read it. And got some Judge Dredd stuff. This is Predator versus Judge Dredd, which seems interesting in a lot of ways. I just recently got one of the big, I think it was IDW produced the big Dredd books, and I picked up one of those um, to start reading some Dredd because I really want to get into reading more Judge Dredd because it's such a classic character. And I want to read more comics from other countries too. And not just, I, I do read some from other countries, but it's mainly just manga and stuff. And like, just stretch out, broaden. I already watch a lot of TV shows from other countries and read books from other countries, but not comic books from other countries. Uh, another big thing that I'm, I'm going to buy for sure, and this is for sure I'm going to buy, is the Winter Future Queen trade paperback. If you listen to Tim Pod, you know that I did a Want Your Future Queen month when the first issue just came out and talked to uh, the creatives of the book, like Adam uh, P. Noco, DJ Kirkbright, and uh, Nick Brokenshire. And they were all really cool guys to talk to and interesting. And it was really cool having them on my podcast. And I thank them once again for being on the podcast. And talking with me about their book. Uh, interesting, Winter Future Queen. Like, two issues, I think, was all that came out. Two or three. And then they decided to release the rest of it in a trade later. Which is kind of an unusual take to do. But I really want to read this. Uh, I love those first couple issues that I did read. And I think it's going to be a good book. That team, I definitely would follow them if they work on other stuff together. Very interested in seeing more things from them in the future for sure so it's flipping through there's Zelda stuff kitchen sink stuff all kinds of good relistings and now we're going into DC comics DC like Marvel all these event things has caused event fatigue with me it's actually caused me to go back and start reading stuff um, the only current Marvel books I'm really reading, I mean Marvel and DC books is, I'm reading Moon Knight, even though it's not current, I think, uh, I forgot if I'm still on Warren Ellis' books in Moon Knight, I'm so far behind in everything, 
uh, the Silver Surfer books. Love those. The Dance a lot. Uh, I go through stuff. Really love that that series. One of my favorite series in a long time. And I love one of the criticisms of it is people say, "Well, the Silver Surfer is just uh, Doctor Who, but it's really good. <laughs> it's really fucking good." Um, so I highly recommend that if anybody ever wants to check that out. And there's a couple of DC things. The only books I I buy monthly really are Saga and now Baby Teeth because I like trying those out and Paper Girls. But my local comic shop is recommended all those and I check those out and they're pretty good. So flipping through DC, nothing really. I mean the covers of course stand out because people are really good at covers today. That's one of the modern things that I think that a lot of people don't really um, uh, acknowledge enough is I think this age of cover design is so freaking good and another thing you might hear from time to time is me get uh, drinks of water or something <sighs> Pepsi but the modern covers I just love them and classic covers were cool in their own way but modern covers are just sometimes they overwhelm they're so good that the interior kind of lets you down sometimes because they're so good but pacing through, like flipping through all this, it's like, yeah, there's interesting stuff. But again, probably a bit crossovers or just, uh, you just don't automatically see stuff and say like, oh, here's a, looks like a jumping on point for me. Or here's something I could get into easily. And you really, like, I didn't, when the first time I looked through this, which I did look through it once really quickly. Uh, but like, yeah, like I said, the covers are really good and stuff, but the only thing it, it, it jumped out at me right away was when I got the stuff like the Wonder Woman books look interesting because Wonder Woman's really hot right now. It's such a great character. Bombshells United, it's got Wonder Woman. The first thing that really grabbed me, and I'm like, holy crap, that might be good. That might be something I might check out and trade. Dastardly Muttley, written by Garth Ennis of all people, but this is part of the whole uh, taking Hanna-Barbera stuff and turning it on its end. This is something I might check out later. So so that caught my eye right away. Wonder Woman and Conan by the great Gail Simone catches my eye and I'm like, that's something I might check out and trade. But there's nothing saying like, oh, I want to buy this monthly. You understand? Like, the big books are great. Like, like I said, the Marvel books, even during the fatigue of all these crossovers, these are really good stories they're telling within all this. Because you don't have a breather to get back into a series and then build up to something big, it just does there's no motivation to buy the single issues, I don't think. It actually, I think the event fatigue drives people not to buy the single issues. Okay, I, I mentioned earlier that I bought... Future Quest, I mean, ordered Future Quest Volume 2. I really enjoyed Volume 1. I I mean, maybe they shouldn't have put so much into that introducing all those Hanna-Barbera characters in one book, one volume, but uh, I really enjoyed it, and I guess they're going to expand these Future Quests out, and this one's Future Quest Showcase Number 2. 
I still wait for trade to see uh, and get that later. And then now you start getting into this new thing they're doing with, I guess, we're reintroducing all the fourth world that um, Kirby stuff. And you and you got stuff like Mr. Miracle, who I've always been a fan of. So that that's interesting, but yeah, still trade. Yeah, there's nothing that, that there's nothing to make me want. Oh, I'm gonna get this, and then I'm gonna get into it on a monthly basis. It's hard for me to explain why the events do that to me. They just do, and I, and right now some of the DC stuff is the most attractive. Is some of the stuff they're doing with the Hanna Barbera stuff. I find the idea of Scooby Doo and Challengers Unknown meeting just works for me. That's just such a cool idea of thinking. Uh, a series I do want to check out later in trade bug because it's written by Lee Aldred with Michael Aldred doing artwork. I think it should be really good. The Young Animals stuff um, that Gerard Way is doing, I'd like to check out some of that later. Like Mother Panic and Shade and stuff like that. So that's some of the DC stuff I'm interested in. And then you get into Rebirth Volumes. Like I said, I read, I think I read Volume 1 of a couple of the Rebirth books, but I haven't really gotten into them lately. I've got a stack, literally six foot, of books I own that... I need to read. It's just been busy with so much other stuff. And like when I get home from my, uh, work, it's like rest for a couple minutes, watch some TV, relax with Mar, and then when she goes to bed, I do some writing or work on some projects, and then I collapse and go to sleep, and then wake up and go to work. So I really haven't had as much time for reading as I'd really want. But there's tons of like stuff here in trade that I'd like to check out, like Batgirl. Um, Hellblazer, I really haven't checked him out since the New 52, like the first volume of that. I got that. And uh, Super Sons I like to check out. Uh, new Wonder Woman I like to check out and see what's going on. And then you get towards some of the older trades, which I'd really like to get. But some of these hardcore is really expensive, like $99 for Batgirl Bronze Age. Who buys stuff like that? I don't know, you can buy 18 other trades for that much, or even more if you go to the $5 bin. But uh, one thing that looks really good, still kind of high at $30, but The Demon by Jack Kirby is really good. The Flash by Mark Wade. Uh, I still wish they'd collect the first issues of that Flash series. Uh, I'd really like to have those in trade, uh, but for some reason they never did it. I don't know why. It's just weird. More trade. One thing, they, they got the D Detroit era of Justice League America, which had Vibe and Gypsy and all them in it. Get this at $99. And I know this era has gained and cult status over the years, but really, you think somebody's going to pay $99 for that? I just don't see these high price collections as being something that a lot of fans are going to pay that much money for. I'm just sorry, I just don't see it. And now we get into some statues. The Batman Black and White one, uh, with, based off art by John Romero Jr., looks really awesome. The Wonder Woman ones from the movie look really awesome. Like all this, that's pretty cool. Okay, now we're moving into IDW and Star Wars Adventures. Uh, it's the ad kind of thing they throw you into it. 
We got Uncle Scrooge books, which me and Mar checked out a bunch from the library of the uh, Carl Barks original Uncle Scrooge books. Some of the really old collections when the libraries had. And we're going to read through those uh, here soon. That should be cool. We're both really looking forward to the new DuckTales animated series. And it looks like they're doing a new series based off of that. And we got stuff like My Little Pony, Ninja Turtles. I have a couple of the Ninja Turtles trades I need to read. So behind in that stuff. Um, I really haven't read much IDW though since they got, they, I guess, lost the uh, license to Doc 2. But here's Samurai Jack. Looking forward to new Samurai Jack uh, animation coming up. Not really interested in, in any uh, Transformer stuff. This big crossover they're doing maybe piques my interest. I'd maybe pick up a trade of that or two from a $5 bin, but besides that, not really. Uh, G.I. Joe, always been a huge fan. Larry Hanna's G.I. Joe. Haven't really, since they've kind of continued it in IDW, I haven't really read any of it. I'd like to. Uh, X Files books, I haven't read any. Bought some from friends who loved. Uh, uh, X-Files, uh, only Star Trek I read recently, well, when I mean recently, was the Doctor Who crossover a couple years ago, I guess. Really haven't read any besides that. The Dirk Gently book, I really need to read this adaption, and I really need to get the new series on DVD. Uh, let's flip through some more of this. There's, there's good stuff, I mean, there's stuff like Kill Shakespeare, it's really good. And people should get into Wormwood, I, I think it's really good. But the thing about some of the independents is they're not really independents. Is IDW really an independent? Like, it's almost like when people talk about small publishers or small podcasters or anything like that. And it's like, how can you call some a small podcaster when they got, like, big names behind them? I'm sorry. If you're a big name behind you, you're not a small podcaster at all. Chris Jericho's not a small, small podcaster. I shouldn't be, like, funneling money to Chris Jericho when he's... And, and I'm not mad about this or anything. I'm just saying, when somebody who has money and has a name backing him and stuff, and they're like, oh, use my, my Amazon code to help pay for this podcast. And it's like, really? Really? You're getting ad revenue for this, and you're selling ads. That's paying for his podcast, so... I guess that rant's over with. We might have a few of those for it gets through me going through these stuff. And IW has some reprints, as they do, like, some of these big collections. And they got some in here, like Archie, which really, looks really cool. And a huge uh, Planet of the Apes thing. Okay, and it looks like Kingsman is now going to be a, a image book. I didn't think it used to be. Was it like the Marvel Creator uh, books? I think it was. I don't know. I seen Kingsman the other day on TV. I like it maybe. I I really enjoyed it. Um, I have friends that recommend me buying Glitter Bomb, but I haven't done it yet. So I'll probably try it eventually for my trades. Rat Queens is in here, which is one of my favorite books currently going. Yeah, I think we buy Rat Queens monthly. I can't remember. Like I said, so far buying big stacks of books to read. Uh, Mar has to read so much for work that she doesn't get to read for pleasure that much either i mean she enjoys reading the stuff she reads but you know she's reading like lists of books for like team read lists and stuff like that and uh because she's really good at her job and she wants to be able to present good stuff to the kids but 
uh, Bitch Planet. I have a second trade right here by my feet in the floor of stuff I want to read really bad. Right now, it's matter of finding time. Right now, I'm also having issues because my eyes are bothering me now. And, like, reading comics somehow are even worse than reading books. Like, prose books. Uh, so, like, that's another reason I start to read and I get bad headaches. So, I need to get my eyes checked later. That's going to lead into another rant, though, about how, like, I need to have a lot of medical stuff done before, you know, as fucking Agent Orange takes away our insurance and stuff. Oh, uh, but, yeah, you could sit here with the image books and basically every other book say, I want to read that, and it turned out actually good, because image is actually producing a really lot of good stuff. You know, I know they produce stuff that pisses people off, too, but... Produce really good stuff. Invincible is something that I got the first trade of. Really enjoyed it. But even though I can't stand Robert Kirkman and think he's a piece of shit, kind of. But I want to read more of those. Just haven't had time. Uh, Lazarus. Another great book, I think. Uh, Mage is back. Loved that when I was younger. I remember reading a lot of Mage stuff and thinking, that's so cool because even people at my local comic shop didn't read Mage. This book from uh, Image called Ringside, I've heard good stuff about it, and I want to check it out, because I hear people saying they think it's pretty good, it's like a wrestling related book, and most people know I love wrestling related stuff, Rocket Girl, Ace book, Ace book, Rocket Girl, uh, Sex Criminals, I am in the middle, no, I finished volume one, really good, loved it, loved it, okay, volume two, here we get it, and like I said, Saga, went behind, but it's one of the few monthlies we buy, Savage Dragon, still going on. I love Savage Dragon, but haven't been it, like reading it a long time. Heard Snot Girl was good. Haven't read it though. Um, Southern Cross is another book. And I'm trying to like, you know, trigger stuff in my head sometimes by talking through some of this. Stray Bullets was a book I loved when it first started. Uh, I remember when Dave, uh, and I'm sorry if I say your name wrong, Dave left him was on um i think he did some of the, some books for valiant but i think he also did some of the um what was the book plasma that uh jim shooter did i think he worked on some of those books for a series which i love that company by the way i thought it was really good uh, you know some people couldn't stand mainly because they couldn't stand jim shooter, uh jim shooter but i mean i, I don't think i'd ever want to have dinner with the guy but you know books are good <laughs> Getting some, some toys, caught my eye, Naruto, Sakura, Sakura uh, some really cool Rick and Morty stuff, and South Park stuff. And then when we get into the, oh, the companies that can't pay for huge ads but still have all stuff. You have uh, Ritual Rising, the Terry Moore book, which I have volume one of and I haven't read. But I did read Von William uh, Motor, Motor Girl recently. Loved it. Highly recommend it. Uh, okay, right now we're up to Aftershock. This is a new company I hadn't really heard of until my local comic shop recommended Baby Teeth to me. But it looks like they got some good people working on some stuff like Combun. Uh, doing a book uh, called Dark Art. But, like I said, I'm enjoying Baby Teeth, and this preview actually is uh, number four. Number two recently came out. Well, it's like Combine's doing a number of things on Holy Grail, too. 
So that's pretty cool. Uh, and like I said, I'm not talking about everything, so I'm seeing some stuff and seeing stuff triggers my head. But like I've said before, like I've always liked getting previews. Like I always liked getting them even before like everybody was kind of buying them, like regular customers were. I remember like my local comic shop only got one for them. I think it was mainly. And I would borrow those and take it home. They let me take it home and I'd look through it. Because I just thought it was cool looking through it. Like, there's been times when I can't afford me comics, but I'd buy the previews and still get, like, a trade or something cheap. And just so I could, like, look through it and see this stuff. And I'd write down all the stuff I'd buy if I had plenty of money. You know, how that is. Uh... There's a Riverdale comic. I haven't really gotten into that show, even though I've had friends that recommend it to me. And here's The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which I think is connected to the uh, Afterlife of Archie series. And I want to check that out because I loved Afterlife of Archie. And I hope there's another trade of that coming out soon because I really loved the first one. I thought it was really cool. And I got Avatar Press, uh, Aviator Press. I think it's Aviator. Uh, my eyes aren't too good right now. <laughs> like I said, I have the issues when I look at long stuff. Whereas my friend used to say, that's the company that produces all the fucked up shit. <laughs> Which is probably true. And then they probably went and denied that moniker. You got Boom Studios, Big Trouble in Little China. I enjoyed uh, the first Big Trouble in Little China trade. I read like one issue, I think it was, of the crossover with uh, uh, Escape from New York. I'll probably read more of these in time. I'm, I'm a big fan of Big Trouble in the China. It's one of my favorite all-time movies. I need to get those uh, one toys they got. Like the retro looking toys. They'd be like really cool to check out. And Okay, now Boom is also doing a WWE comics or number of comics right now. Which, every couple years, might does one. But I still don't think anybody's ever gotten the fact that you could take these characters. And some of them you could do sports stuff with. But other ones you could really just make really good like, like stories with, I think. I just haven't did it yet. I just, they keep coming close with some of the, the, uh, the, the writing on these WWE comics. But they, they just still haven't hit it yet. Got a Jessica Jones statue, which doesn't look like, um, what's her name, um, Christine Ritter at all, like in the face, I don't think. Which is weird, because the statue is probably going to be like a couple hundred dollars, should actually get that pretty right. Oh, Boundless, another one of those companies with cheesecake. Nothing wrong with cheesecake, but, you know, okay. Moving on, um, <laughs> yeah. That wasn't a criticism of anything, I was just like, okay. Go on a porn site and don't see that much ass crack. Uh, honestly, dude. Okay, there's a John Wick comic. I didn't know that. Who's putting this out? Oh, Dynamite. Okay, still haven't seen those movies. Here they're really good. And I like Keanu Reeves, actually, but. And I got Sheena. That's pretty cool. It's, it's another one of those series that. Pops up ever so often, and people be writing it, and everybody think it's gonna be really good, and it probably is for a couple issues, and then boop, gone. James Bond's getting kind of a resurgence right now with some other people. I want to check out the Warren Ellis, who wrote like the first of the new ones. I want to check out that Librarian series. Looks looks like something that's fun, but not at all any kind of challenge to it. So I probably won't ever see that show or read one of the books. 
Like, there's some stuff where I could just say, oh, there's this or there's that. But, like, so much of it just doesn't trigger anything in previews. I don't see how, like, I don't know if you pay to have your stuff put in previews or you just make the books available in previews and put them in there. But I just don't see how it catches anybody's eyes for much of anything. To, to get a comic shop to, where they could probably sell issues of the worst Batman story ever more than they could just on gambling on an independent book really and that's reality and that sucks but seems like it's probably true too uh oh looks like they got a relisting of uh roller girl really great book i met the author at ala and she's really nice it's a really cool book you should check it out uh younger readers book it's really cool and you got more like design special editions of stuff like the new Batman or DC, I guess, crossover. Uh, the new big one that they have coming out, which, like, okay, you got a great writer working on that. It's probably not gonna suck, you know. Anybody says, oh, it's probably gonna be awful. No, it's probably not gonna be awful. It's just nobody wants to read those type of crossovers right now. It's just. They're not pulling people in like they used to. And I wonder sometimes if these are the cases where you look at numbers and numbers don't really mean anything. Because the numbers are probably high on the first issues of this stuff. And they're probably high on some of the stuff, but so far down on the other stuff. I don't know, I'm probably just completely wrong on all that, but wouldn't be the first time. Now we're running into some of the uh, manga stuff from some of the companies. Like I said before, like, I've read a lot of manga, but most of the series I was following are now over. Like Death Note and Naruto. Naruto was the big long uh, going series that I was reading. And there's other stuff that interests me. Like Mar loves Bleach, but I never really got into Bleach hugely. I was more interested in the anime than... The books and I read a couple of them and I enjoyed them but it was not something that, that drew me back to where I have to read each one like I loved Naruto when it was coming out like each one I read oh excuse me <laughs> guzzling soda to keep uh uh from going after I was reading all these very quick I uh, got Omnipress with Rick and Morty more recently well our local comic book shop had uh uh, Kyle Starks, who wrote, some, uh, worked on Rick and Morty, and for a signing, and he also, uh, and Mark couldn't be there because she had to do a family thing by our local comic shop, which if you're local to us, is Famous Faces and Funnies, uh, which is a really, really great freaking comic shop, the best one I've ever been in, uh, they, they got some stuff signed for her, so we got, like, a print sign, and we got an issue of book sign. So that was really cool, but so you got the Omnipress, uh, Rick and Morty. Marjorie knows, I think she's read the first two trades, and I know there's probably got a ton out by now, but she liked them for the most part. I read the first one and liked it, and I actually liked the, uh, the backup stories a little bit more than the first two. There's a series here, like, uh, Letter 44, like, the first couple of volumes of that I read, I liked. Lost total interest in it after it. Did not like the second one or anything. You know, but just lost the interest in it. Uh, I don't, it just happens sometimes. It happens to me a lot with TV shows. It happened to us with, like, Game of Thrones where 
we were enjoying Game of Thrones and stuff, but like after season three, two or three, I think it was, we just, when it came back, we just had no interest in watching it, and it was weird. Like we missed the first couple episodes of that season, and then just never wanted to go back and start watching it again. It's one of those weird things happen where if you don't keep the audience there, the audience might just fade out and forget that they were ever watching it to begin with. So we got more manga, now I'm going through, and now we're hitting Titan Books, which is the home of Titan Comics, which is the home of Doctor Who, and it looks like the home of Hammer Comics now too, ooh, that might get me into buying some more stuff, check out the Hammer stuff in Suits again, anybody knows me, knows I'm huge Hammer Horror Film, the original Hammer Horror Film movies, huge have them almost all that you can get on dvd so i wouldn't mind checking out some of those things to see how they are uh i think i got the girl who played with fire oh wasn't it dc no it was marvel i think it was doing those one day somebody was doing those adaptions with those things i don't know who was doing it but let's do that now got torchwood uh i'm so behind in doctor who i really want to get the third doctor but paul cornell did it's like trades in here so that'd be probably something i order for sure and i haven't checked out any of the fourth doctor ones so many different multiple covers a sherlock comic i remember when they talked about they did a manga version of that penny dreadful comic mark i might get her that trade for christmas or something if it's out by then i know I'm not worried about Mar hearing that, hearing the one she's getting for Christmas. She doesn't listen to my podcast. She doesn't even listen to her own podcast. Even though it's like our most popular podcast. Like, she doesn't even listen to it. Uh, which is probably best that she doesn't listen to it. But now you got Tokyo Pop. Otherwise known to people that screwed so many people it's hard to screw anybody anymore. Is this a legit Disney Stitch Best Friends Forever? And point Mar towards that and see if she has any interest in that. Mar is the ultimate Leo and Stitch fan by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, we went to this place one time and where they were selling used toys because I went because I was wanting to pick up some WWE figures or see what they had. And while I was looking through it, Mar started looking through her Disney stuff that this lady was selling it. And the lady was like, well, there's no little stitch in there if that's what you're looking for because I keep all those for myself. Mar lost her shit about this lady and ran into about it all the way home. How you shouldn't freaking tell anybody that because that's you being an asshole is what it sounds like even though. You just shouldn't tell somebody about that you're doing something like that. Which is kind of true. It's not that it's bad that somebody's doing it. It's the fact that they told somebody about it. It's just bad business. Now you got Valiant Comics, which I've loved the Valiant books over the last couple years. The multiple little changes they've been doing in their universe the past two years, I think it has been, has really driven me away from like buying any of the current stuff. Like, I'm still a few years behind in trades. I'm perfectly happy in not being drawn into any of their current stuff in any way, really. And the trailer for the movie kind of looks like it might suck. The only thing I read recently, the Facebook. And that was pretty good. I mean, met Jody Hauser, also at ALA. Really nice. Got a fake sign trade when I met her. So that's one of the few valiant things that I'm really buying regularly right now. Uh, I thought that book was really good, and now they got to with the Future Force. 
Okay, now we got through another manga section. Don't see anything that I really like. We got One Piece stuff, which Mart loves One Piece, and these are some of the three-in-one books. Which is if if it's a like a long-going manga series like One Piece or Naruto or even like Death Note, who wasn't really long-going, you can buy these three-in-one thing. Freaking sale! I mean, these things are only like what are they? Fourteen dollars? Fourteen dollars for three books that are big to begin with. Three already big books, and you're getting three of these already big books into an even bigger book. So, yeah, it's a good deal. And then we got Xenoscope. Nice butts there, Xenoscope. Uh, not as bad as the Ashcrack books, but Xenoscope's the butt ones. The other ones are the Ashcrack ones. <laughs> now we're into books. Books, books, I guess. That's how you'd say it. Uh, there's some good Doctor Who stuff though. Oh, there's like a Paper Dolls Doctor Who book. That looks interesting. Uh, like they got some like the audios in here, which I, I love. Like big Finnish audios, which are really cool. There's a Bob's Burgers talking burger button kit. I'll show it tomorrow. She'll probably die just looking at it. She loves it so much. She loves Bob's Burgers. The only thing she loves more than Bob's Burgers is, well, it's probably a three-way tie between her love and Bob's Burgers, Archer, and Rick and Morty. Yep. I love that lady. Now we're into magazines. Do people actually buy magazines even more? I can't even get rid of all my Doctor Who magazines, so, like, even something I love like that. Kind of the same thing with sports cards. Though I have to tell you, I've been tempted to buy some of the wrestling ones where you can buy a box and you're guaranteed to get at least one signed card or something like that in it. But again, with the autographs, it's like I don't have many autographs for I didn't meet the person because it's the best thing about an autograph. Like, I got Jim Cornette's autograph because I met Jim Cornette and had him sign my action figure from Figures Toy Company. But that was part of the fun, was meeting him and stuff. And having him sign it, so now we're looking through the clothes. There's, there's Harlequin and like the holiday Harlequin outfit. More figures, more really expensive figures. That Jessica Jones isn't as expensive as I thought it would be, but still $45 if she look like her. Spider Man Homecoming, Thor Ravenlock. It's like how many people buys a ton of these things? Like, one of these things would be my whole check sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, and some of them are action figures. They're not even statues. I can understand a statue, firm, you know, hard statue, but then some of them are action figures. Like, usually if you don't play with it, it's still probably not as secure of lasting a long time as a solid statue, but... I don't know. Minecraft stuff. Do people even play Minecraft still? I don't know. These Rocky 40 Anniversary figures, I want to get me a Drago, because I want to use that with my wrestling figure photos. Which, if you go on Instagram to WCWA Wrestling on Instagram, or WCWA Wrestling Burnside, or something like that. I don't know. Ask me on Twitter, at Hangar Wednesday, and I'll, uh, I'll tell you where to go. You can see my wrestling figure photography, which I do as a hobby for fun, to keep me from going nuts, because everything else I just stress about, and that's something I just do for fun, with no pressure or anything else, because I collect figures anyway, so I do that. And speaking of figures, like, there's so many figures to 
if somebody wanted to buy even like one franchise like there's so many they can buy and some of them are just so expensive like the wwe figures i buy like the high-end figures are like 45 dollars which are the ones with different faces and hands and stuff to do really expressive poses the other ones are like 20 some and then if you buy you know like older ones the collector ones which i freak people out sometimes online when i'm like i bought this figure and they're like oh and then the next thing you know i show or I took it out of packaging and they almost have a heart attack just seeing that. Uh, they got Archer collection type minifigure. Hmm, I might have to get a couple of those from her. She hates blind boxes though. Like, with passion. She doesn't get Harry Potter blind boxes. Or blind mystery figures. And everybody knows how much she loves Harry Potter. But I guess we're getting towards the end. So we're just like looking through some toys. There's some throw blankets with Naruto on them. Oh, of course there's fidget spinners with Spider-Man on There's a bunch of Harry Potter stuff. Or made her own flicks of bottle necklace. And it actually looks better than this one. These enamel pants look cool. Uh, yeah, might be some stuff you might be interested in. But we got most of our stuff at, uh, at the Wizarding World. Since it's not really that far from us. So More Halloween stuff. Halloween costumes. They didn't use Tabor Hippos in previews. But now it's probably a really good idea actually selling those in previews. Because a lot of people was probably ready to buy that stuff. Power Rangers light up earbuds. Uh, no. Earbuds don't last me long. That's why I don't buy any kind of fancy ones. Or get any with the, any kind of symbol or anything like that. I'm probably going to skip the game section. Except for to say there's a Golden Girls Clue game. I want the Golden Girls Clue game. Yep. I need to get that. Oh, there's a Rick and Morty Clue game. And that's the previews. So this didn't last as long as I thought it would, but I still almost have no voice right now. So I hope this is fun. I'd like for it to cause discussion and people talk about it. But I'll see you next time on Under the Training Book where we probably get back to bad poetry and political rants. See y'all later. I want a renaissance to shine a light, be the change we want. Set things right We've been waiting in the dark For so long Oh, an awakening In my heart Hear the angels sing And shine a spark We've been sleeping in the dark For so long But I
Just.